BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Meathead Meath Meath Test Kitchen, Kitchen, where food, where and, food fitness and fitness come to hang come out. To hang out. Nutrition, Nutrition, training, training, training and, life. and life. It's all, it's all fair, game fair game on Meathead, Meathead Test, Kitchen. Test Kitchen. Well, hello. Welcome to a live on a Friday. What? Um, sorry that we're late. <laughs> story so, of my life? Literally story of my life, and I feel awful, but some <laughs> some weeks, like, it just isn't going to work for me to, yeah, we just kind of do these when they'll fit for my schedule. Sign that I'm an emo kid till I yeah. die. You said, sorry, I'm late, and my brain immediately filled in the Alkaline Trio lyric. I was out <laughs> spoiling my liver, like, we, hi, welcome to Me at Test Kitchen, a podcast where we show up whenever the fuck we want and talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, I sent a uh, screenshot of my calendar to Sadie Dude. for just Tuesday and Wednesday and just like a melty face because it was like literally, so I still am producing our morning radio show, which is actually where the topic for today's podcast came from which we'll get to in a second yes. but and i need to be up and like working by like six mm -hmm. but then i have meetings that fill in the rest of the day or like places we need to go to cover events and things like that and so yeah it was just like from 6a to 5pm both of those days i was like sorry this is why it won't work <laughs> you, you, you send it to me and i'm like bro <laughs> it actually might have been so we were talking about this on tuesday so i sent wednesday and thursday mm -hmm. which were the same thing i mean it's chaos all the time but yes. that's why you're here right yes. um so <laughs> sometimes topics land in our lap and are good to talk about um and again i'm sasha i'm sadie <laughs> yes, we just blew right fucking past the intros fuck it fly oh, by the seat of our pants fuck it whatever indeed. like i mean you know we're perfect what is this episode 134 we've yeah. done this 133 other times would you believe it huh uh yeah yeah well. no other fitness <laughs> podcast can do it better than us live so here you're stuck with us welcome yeah. to the party <laughs> thank you for being here we appreciate it do, especially on a friday afternoon yeah so um basically this conversation happened on Coffee and Cream with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. You can listen to that everywhere mm -hmm. um, if you're not in Omaha, um, but it's a sports talk show. And so I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but I do sports for a living. Um, <laughs> if you're new here, <laughs> Sasha works for, for Sasha does sports. <laughs> I do sports. Um, but they talked about the commitment continuum and how that applies to specifically in this scenario in their conversation, Nebraska football. Mm -hmm. But I was like, hold on a minute, this is super portable and can apply to a lot of things. And I think a lot of us struggle a lot with 
this very topic Absolutely. when it comes to fitness and nutrition. So what the hell is the commitment continuum? How does it apply to work and dedication to yourself and the gym? And how does it apply to life? This episode's like a little <laughs> different. I did the notes way differently. Normally we have like topics, one, two, three, four, whatever. I just like went through and put out what the hell the commitment continuum is. And then we'll just kind of riff on on what each of those things are. But we're probably going to fucking call you out today. So if yeah. you at any point you feel triggered or targeted, well, that's why we're doing the episode. I'm not going to say sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm that friend. But sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm that friend. If I see the bullshit, I'm going to call it out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, you're terrible. But hey, this is not the thing that you think it is. Yeah. Um, so when you texted me to tell me about it, you know, I looked it up and mm -hmm. the commitment continuum was something that I already knew what it was, but I didn't realize it had a name. Yeah. It was one of those things. Yep. Um, so, you know, we we loosely took this from WGCoaching.com because there is one coach that has really like conceptualized mm -hmm. the whole idea of the commitment continuum um, and they explain it really well. So imagine for a moment that commitment is a continuum. And we're going to say that a shit ton. If you have a bingo card or you're taking shots, commitment continuum are your keywords. words. You're going to get wasted. Um, so it's be a careful. single line. Be careful. Yes. It don't... is Cinco de Mayo. Take an shit. Uber everywhere you're going. Okay. It is. Oh, yeah. man. It's maybe that's why you almost got yeeted off the interstate. Dude. No, they were from Council Bluffs. That's oh. why I almost got yeeted off the interstate yeah. and it's raining. Sorry, Council Bluffs people. <laughs> people in Omaha don't know how to drive. People that li don't live in Omaha that come to Omaha don't know how to drive and it's raining. So that yeah. adds like an extra layer of bullshit. But I almost died on my way to work today. How are you? <laughs> um, so, you know, you have this this line that is the continuum line. Um, at one end, you're going to have low commitment. At the other end, you're going to have high commitment. Now, that's not a stretch. You have a yeah. line. You're going to have, an, you know, you're the highs and lows. It's yep. going to happen. And then there's the middle. There is. Like everything else. Where you're probably going to fall somewhere in between 1 and 10. Now, where do you believe that you fit on this line? Now, I'm going to take a second for you to, you know, be introspective and answer that for yourself. Yeah. Well, because we'll explain what the line is. And then we're going to ask you that again at the uh -huh. end of the episode. Yep. So are you someone who believes sport or working out is about fun, enjoyment, health, fitness, friendships, and are therefore at the lower end of the commitment continuum? Hang with us. And there's because nothing wrong with no, that. No, no. Not that we're saying there's anything wrong no, with that. No, but... But you're on the casual you're all, But you're also like, that's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> or are you someone who's driven, passionate, determined, focused on winning, relentless in your pursuit for performance, perfection if that is a thing, uncompromising in your pursuit of excellence. And therefore you see yourself towards the high commitment end of the commitment continuum. Yeah. So, I mean, you're either going to be casual or hardcore, or you're going to fall somewhere in between. You could be a casual hardcore if you land on like the five to seven line. Like, yeah. so we're not saying that everybody has to fit into this box, you know, because as you know, as we have said many times, your mileage may vary. There's always exceptions to rules. We acknowledge that even though people yell at us about it on social media because they saw a 15 second clip of a fucking 30 minute show. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, or read a headline. Dude, seriously, <laughs> fuck. Media literacy, do it, go. Please. Um, but like being involved in a sport at any level is great. Now we're not saying that if you're not going to put, you know, 
85 hours a week into a sport that you shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Put as much time as you can into it that makes sense for you where you're getting a benefit out of it. That's the goal. This helps promote physical fitness. It helps promote health and well-being. It helps you have an outlet for your frustrations if you deal with mental illness. Mm -hmm. Hello. This is why fucking people with mental illness benefit from diet and exercise. Not even diet, but healthy nutrition and movement. Proper nutrition and movement can do so many things for your shit brain. And like I've been myself been reading about how you can use supplementation with like um like micro like vitamins yeah you can use vitamin d you can use some of the b vitamins um folic acid like there's a couple things that you can take that can kind of help change your brain chemistry and that's kind of what we're talking about we're trying to use fitness and nutrition in a holistic way for you to live a better life not to make you feel like you have to punish yourself because Mm. you ate a fucking cupcake after dinner last night there is a difference please know it (laughs) please know it begging you um but you know this provides sport provides people of all ages an opportunity to learn new skills make friends and enjoy life. However, if you do want to be the best, then it is about commitment and how much you are prepared to give. Sasha picked up hockey recently in the last couple of years. She Mm. will fucking tell you, you get out of it what time you're willing to put in. And there are seven stages on that commitment continuum. So let's dig into it. Yes. So again, we talk about all of the time that everything in life really, but specifically because of this podcast, I don't know if you're new here, but it is a fitness and nutrition podcast. It's called so me a test every, for fuck's sake. Everything on your fitness, nutrition, health journey also exists on a continuum. Yes. We say it all of the fucking time till we're blue in the face. We'll beat it into the ground. Mm-hmm. But the first, the on the lower end of the commitment continuum is resistance. So you resist overall goals, culture, training methods, while not agreeing with your own or a coach's rules and standards expressing it either verbally or non-verbally. Think about this. <laughs> and we've seen it. And if you haven't been this person, you've seen it in the gym. Yes. Arms crossed, not really into what's going on. Like there's no buy-in whatsoever. Like I don't believe in this programming. Like that I'm here be because me. I'm fucking paying you. Like whoop de doo You're pulling yourself in the opposite direction due to not being bought into the leadership or the common goals and the path that you need to be on to achieve your goals and the success that you're wishing to have. I ran into this personally the first time in high school in basketball Mm. because I did not have the same coaching mantra as my freshman basketball coach who was different than the same. Like I I had the same coach for AAU ball from fucking third grade until I was a freshman in high school. And then I had this new coach and we did not get along at all. And then the high school varsity coach was the same person that began us basketball camps forever. So I was good as soon as I got there. Yeah. Nope. That one year in the system with that fucking freshman coach ruined it for me. And you know what didn't help? The fact that I was being a stubborn bitch about it and not buying into the fucking program. Oops. Yeah, that's on me, too. Like, if you're not getting things out of it, are you putting all of your ass into it? And we've asked that before and we'll ask it again, probably later this episode. Mm -hmm. But we've all been there, whether we realize it or not. And I actually had this conversation um, with my best friend from high school, like two weeks ago. Um, Her and her husband have recently like started walking more. They've, Mm -hmm. you know, made different food choices and they've both lost quite a bit of weight. Um, her husband specifically, like he had a lot to lose and he did lose a lot. And it's, I was like, how do his joints feel? And she's like, oh my God, dude, all the shit that they told us was good for you after eating better and walking and drinking water. I didn't want to fucking believe it, but they're right. God damn it. And I was like, I know, I know it's, it's true. So like, you just have to buy in. And sometimes it takes you a little bit to be convinced to buy in. It's okay to be resistant for a little bit. 
but it can only be a little bit. You can't yeah. be resistant the whole time because that's not going to help you. It's not going to help. It's going to be detrimental you. to you're, what you're trying to do. Yeah, you're going to be a toxic asshole in a culture where you're trying to foster growth and improvement with your friends because that's what or these yourself. people are. Yes. Yeah, and yourself. Yeah. So like, are are is what you're doing now going to line up with how you're trying to succeed in your goals? If you're questioning the path that you're on, you're making excuses or you're not pushing yourself. It's it's not happening because at the core of it, you don't believe what you're doing. Yeah. If you don't fucking buy into it, no one's going to buy into it for you. We've said mm. this. No one's going to do it for you, dude. No one's yep. going to fucking do it for you. You have to be the one that does it. We have a episode titled No One's Going to Do It For You. Yeah. Or something along those lines. It's probably more bitchy than that. But yes, no one's going to come save you. So if you're being resistant and you're not totally bought in, you're not, it's not going to be effective for you. That's why we have bitchy. It's It's true. It's It's true. It's probably bitchier than that. The shoe fits. Uh, (laughs) But then the next step or the next level up on this commitment continuum is reluctance. So Mm -hmm. you're not fully bought into the goals still, while also being hesitant to do what's being asked of you. You tend to show it through uninspired work ethic or body language, crossing the arms, sighing a bunch. People sigh all the time and don't realize that they're doing it. But it is like the most subconscious way of like being defiant. Dude, as a hypervigilant person, that's the first (laughs) shit I notice. Someone lets out a heavy sigh. I'm like, who's mad? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And the majority of time you have a wait and see type of attitude. So like we see this a lot in fitness and nutrition. Like you want instant results. But you're like in wait and see mode. You're not totally bought in like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I've seen somebody try to tell me that this is going to work before and it didn't probably because you weren't bought in then either. Um, You have a lack of confidence maybe in yourself because of this. This applies massively to changing up workout routine, updating goals, etc. When you are on your fitness journey, truly think about this and how it's impacted you. Yeah. Take a beat. Because like... I think resistant, like everybody is a little bit when you're going through I mean, bigger I, changes. I feel like that's human nature. We yeah. all we all know that we need routine change, but we fucking hate when people move our cheese. So we're, we're curmudgeon-y mm. about it. That's fine. But there comes a point where you have to realize that you don't know better than the person that you're paying to help you. And you need to fucking listen to them or at least try to buy into what they're telling you. That's why they're the experts. Exacto. <laughs> and that means exactly in Spanish if yeah. you're not a Spanish speaker. Um, like, and oh my God, how many times in my day do we look at something at my house that we're trying to fix right now? Because my house is turning 35 this year, just like me. And uh, when you have a house that's turning 35 and you're the second owner of it, a lot of shit starts to fall apart mm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so like we're we're having these conversations and like Phil and I are like, should we fix it? And then every now and then it turn, I turn to him, I'm like, Sometimes it's time to pay the professional. Yeah. (laughs) And that applies in all fucking aspects of life. Sometimes it is time to pay the professional. Um, And we know that like, this is probably going to work, but we haven't tried it before. Therefore, I'm not sure if I really bought into it because I haven't seen the results within myself yet. You know, we've all been there. It's, it's being skeptical and there's nothing wrong with being skeptical, but you also need to understand that you don't know everything, that this process is not predictable, nor is it linear. And you just need to fucking strap in and do the work Mm -hmm. and like, not to like oversimplify it, but that's kind of what we're here for. If I can't explain it to you, like you're five and explain the direct benefit of you doing it. Why am I here? You know, like, I'm not trying to oversimplify to make you're stupid. You don't get this. That's not what I'm doing, but, um, explain it like I'm five. That's all Mm -hmm. like this is why this is important. So there's a third step and it's called existent. So you're often present physically, but not when it comes to your mind and spirit. So Mm -hmm. you're there, you're doing the work, but you're not really pushing yourself. Mm -hmm. You're doing burpees, but you're 
you're slacking. Yeah. You know, you're letting your midline get And we're doing walkouts instead slow. of actual full-on burpees. Exactly. You give a little more than just your physical presence, and the training is of little significance to you. You know, I saw this a lot in a class setting when I took classes at the mm-hmm. gym. Um, and this is why, like, I don't have a problem with fitness classes if everybody around me is bought in. But yeah. there is nothing fucking worse than walking into a studio of people where you and the instructor are the only fucking people that care that you're there today. Yeah. Well, and think about fun. Think about that. And then like, I mean, obviously the reason this conversation came up was because of a sports talk show, but mm-hmm. think about that, like toxicity in a locker room, dude. Like if you've got people that are just there to be there and they're not fully bought in, that can really be detrimental to culture. Yes. Like whether that be in a gym or on a team or like, let's say market to market is coming up yeah. in October again. Yeah. If we had one person that was like not really wanting to be there and it was just there because they've been doing that with us for the last couple of years. Like we're probably not going to beat our, our, our total time from last year, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, people would be bugged. They'd be bothered by that yes. because we know why we're there. We're there to fucking compete. Yes. We are there to compete. Make no, like we're there as a media sponsor partner, but we're also there to fucking run. And yeah. I say, we, I fucking mom the van and feed everybody <laughs> and fill drives, but Sasha and Chris and the team is great. And they fucking run and they show up. And like, that is the one thing that I love. Like, do I love waking up at four in the morning to go get in the van all day? Absolutely not. I hate waking up at four in the morning. I go to bed at four in the morning, yeah. but um, like that is my favorite part. Cause everyone is trained. And everyone's fucking ready to go. And yeah. we're all like hyper focused. And that is the best feeling as a coach, like not only as a coach, but like as as someone that has played sports their entire life, mm-hmm. like that just team mentality where everybody is hyper focused. And that's one thing that I love about the video game that I play. Like yeah. we are just like laser focused. Yeah. When you get that many people together, it's amazing what you can fucking do to move a mountain when you've got six, seven people that are locked in and ready to go. You'll place in the top yeah. fucking 75 and market to market in your second year. It's amazing. Yeah. Like. It's it's amazing what you can do when you decide to be compliant, which yes. is a segue into our next one. Well, um, more on existent really yes. quickly. Yes. Usually you're not very positive about yourself when you're in that phase on this continuum. Mm-hmm. You know that you have the ability to. You do the work, but you're not there like mentally. Mm-hmm. The mental buy-in isn't there for you. So this is usually, we just did an episode on plateaus, right? Did. This is usually on your fitness journey, like the plateau phase. Like you're there, you're doing it, but you're like fucking hell okay why am i here why am i doing this um if you haven't go back and listen to that we gave a multitude of ways to break out of plateau but that is kind of where the existent phase of this falls on that commitment continuum but then you are compliant complacency complacency yeah. happens before you're compliant so you do what you're asked to do of yourself or what your coach asks you to do but you're not really motivated to give anything extra and you often lack initiative and the foresight to go above and beyond to push yourself now again this can apply in any any arena mm-hmm. of your life not just the gym and like work and if, like we say this, like we're like fitness applies to so many things outside of the gym. And we know that we sound like fucking douchebag influencers when we say that. But it's true. The mental gains that you get from doing fitness and the patience and shit that you learn can yeah. translate so many different ways into your daily life, in, in your job, in your relationships with your friends, in your fucking relationship with your partner, your kids, if you yeah. have those, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like specifically, though, when you're working with a coach, they have to supply direction and motivation for you to act. So Mm -hmm. if your coach is telling you to do something, but they're not telling you why, I've said it before, find a different coach. If they can't explain to you why you're doing what you're doing, you're allowed to ask questions. You're fucking paying that person. 
Like as a personal trainer, if I don't get follow-up questions from a new client every now and then, I kind of worry. Yeah, they're probably just existence yes. or any of the other topics we've already talked about yes. on this yes. episode. So also when you're compliant, like this one's kind of rough because you're we're probably calling out a bunch of people. We love you. Including myself. We love you. Let me um, say that before we call you out and hurt your feelings. <laughs> you're doing the thing, but not really with much effort behind it. Not some extra oomph, you know, mm -hmm. maybe you've become too, too reliant on finding motivation and dip, discipline from outside, so outside sources. I've fallen into that rut before. It's easy like, to fall into. It is. It it's really, really is. It's easy to fall into. And this will require a lot of self-reflection because yes. you might feel like you're the next level, like you're committed, but if like you're not fully bought in and you're just kind of there and like you're doing the thing because you know that's the thing you have to do, but you're not really pushing yourself. Like you're stuck at 75 pounds on your back squat. But you're not doing but, your mobility work so but your you, knees are pissed. Yeah. Or like, you know, like you got to that fifth rep and you probably had four or five left in reserve. Yep. You need to put the weight up. Don't just go through the, we did a whole episode on this too. Use your whole ass. <laughs> are you just going through the motions because you know that's the thing you, it's the thing you do? Well, you're going to have to push yourself a little bit more if you're actually going to be committed. Yeah. And so when you're committed, you're actually self. This is where you clear the hump. Hi, mm -hmm. welcome to stage five. Weird. It's the top <laughs> of the hump. This is when you start to, you know, get into the fucking let's go phase. Yeah. So when you're committed, you're self-motivated. You tend to go the extra mile in order to reach your goals. Now, in a gym sense, that could be that you're paying extra attention to your nutrition to make mm -hmm. sure that your macro balance is good for your workout the next day. That could be that you're doing your mobility work. It could be that you're throwing an extra cardio conditioning after you're lifting because you're kind of fucking dying in an EMOM. Like it just, <laughs> and that can be, you know, anything. It's not just CrossFit, but like yeah. other, other EMOMs and stuff too. Like just it's, it's, are you looking to actively improve? Then yeah. you're committed. That's how, you know, you'll often take initiative to do what's necessary to get the job done. And you understand that the energy and the effort that you push for or put forth rather is an investment in yourself, which hello, welcome to the podcast, motherfuckers. <laughs> There's the whole point that we're here. Like beside the fact that I grew up watching iCarly and I now host a web show. Um, but you, you need to take that fucking initiative, put your whole ass in it, into it. When you hit stage five, that's when both fucking cheeks are fully engrossed and your ass is there. Yep. Like do the fucking thing. And then that will lead you to being compelled. Yes. So this is like five and six are like the sweet spot. They are like you're totally bought in. You're going to find a way to succeed regardless of any obstacles that come your way. This is that find a way, not an excuse shit that we're always fucking <laughs> blasting up your ass. There aren't like an enema. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> any adversities or distractions you may come across, you're going to find a way regardless. You often do not rest until the job is done while also having high expectations for yourself. And you tend to hold yourself to a higher standard, which lifts those around you to a higher level as well. I inst I bounce between one and six and there's yeah. like no in between with my brain. If I'm having a bad brain day, I'm a one. If I'm having a good brain day, I'm a fucking six. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. It happens. Like, again, we said it's not a static thing. It's a linear process. Lines are allowed to, if you ever yeah. took statistics or any sort of geometry class, you know, lines are allowed to fucking curve. Not all lines have to be straight. It's okay. You can fuck around and find out a little bit with your fitness journey. Yes. Um, and especially when you are in the committed and compelled phases, that is where you can really start to, you know, try new mantras of fitness. Mm -hmm. um, if something's boring you, try something different. If you're missing that five and six sweet spot on your line, try something new. 
I bet yeah. you it will reinvigorate your fucking love of moving your body and feeling better after you're done. And if it helps you get that buy-in and that extra push, like that's what you should do. You don't. Yep. Here's the other thing that I don't think is talked about quite enough. And like, we're going to take the team aspect out of this whole commitment continuum right now and only talk about fitness and nutrition. If you're not having a good fucking time and you can't buy in and you're on week three of this program and you're, you're goddamn miserable, stick with it for one more week. And if you can't get out of that, find something else to do. You might just be miserable because you're sore. Yeah, that too. Like, <laughs> like that's why we, we talk, say give it a month though. Yes, we talk all the time about like you need to give things four to six weeks. Yep. If it's not the results that you're struggling with and you are seeing the results, but you're fucking miserable because you hate the way that you're moving your body, find a different way to move your body then. Yeah. Like no you're gonna you have to do a certain you're way. gonna fall back down that ladder and be pissed off the whole time and start and then it's become this thing that you do that you loathe doing because you're not having a good time doing it. Yeah. So stop doing stuff you hate. <laughs> if it's not fun, is it really worth doing? If you're not getting any enjoyment out of it whatsoever, is it even worth doing? Like that is a question I ask myself often, yeah. especially in social situations. It's like, okay, who's going to be there? What yeah. am I going to have to tolerate? Is there going to be gossip? Do I need to do this? Is it worth me going? If the answer is yes, I'll go. If the answer is eh or no, I'm not going. Yeah. There's a book called, um, what is it? Unfuck your life. Or I don't I think that's right. I think, what it, I think that's what it's called. It's got yeah. an orange label on it. I don't know. I bought it when we went to Seattle a couple years ago on vacation. I read it on the plane. Um, but the, he says, if the answer isn't fuck yeah, then it's a no. Yeah. And that is something that like, not to be like, oh my God, that thing changed my life. But like, that is a mantra I immediately adapted. If I don't say fuck yes to it, then it's a no. If I'm not fully fucking in on it, I'm not going to do it. Why waste my time? I know right. that it's not going to be fulfilling for me. It might be fulfilling for others, and that's fine. That's for them to decide. Right. That's not for me to decide. I get to drive my own fucking ship. Yes. Like, um, so when you go into the last section of the commitment continuum, you, you go to stage seven. Now, this is a stage where you see a lot of athletes. This is obsessed. Mm. Um, and this is where a lot of heavy sports psychology comes into play with athletes because of this, because yeah. they are obsessed. But to be the best, you have to fucking think you're the best and train like you're the best. You have to buy. You have to buy in when people are like, oh, my God, athletes have such fucking egos. They have to. Yeah. That's what pushes them to be better. That's and why they are where they are obsessed like this last level on the continuum. Like just because it's the highest doesn't mean it's the best one to be at. Right. It can also <laughs> be the, the most way. dangerous. Yes. Um, exactly. And and any and again, I reference our bodybuilding friends again. Any bodybuilder yes. will fucking tell you this because they, they have, have to, be. to be obsessed. And it's hard to not be obsessed again when you come off of it. Mm hmm. When you have to refeed and you have to reverse diet and get your get everything kind of back to equilibrium so you can start building muscle again for your next competition, the mental shit that happens when you see all that, all the fluff come back because they're super fucking lean. They're mm -hmm. at very low percentage body fat, almost to the line of maybe, you know, if they go too far, it's dangerous because your body does need a certain amount of fat to survive. Yes. Uh, especially like if you have ovaries, we have more visceral fat for our organs yeah. because we're meant to carry baby. That's we've, I guess what we've done an episode about that as well. Shocker. Mm. Uh, you can always go to meatheadtestkitchen.com. There's a search bar and you can type in fucking anything about fitness or nutrition you want to look up. And we probably have something about it in a set of show notes on some episode. Yes. Um, but like, it's, it's really, it's hard for me as a coach because I, I know this part of it and they know it too as an athlete because they've done it for a while yeah. and I know it's hard for them too. So it's just like a big, like <sighs> hugging you across the internet because I know your brain is fucking killing you because you have, you have body fat again. Like it's yeah. tough. 
And that is why we talk about the sports psychology end of it, because it can be very destructive very quickly if you don't know how to keep it in check. Yeah. Um, so obsession is good and it can be bad because you are so consumed with achieving a specific goal that you might lose all sense of perspective. You are blinded. You have full tunnel vision. You can't see anything else. Um, you disregard a need for balance in your life as well as a recovery phase or training. Um, your focus just tends to be on yourself and your additional goals rather than the greater good or the overall team aspect if mm -hmm. you are on a team. These are the warning signs to look for. Now, these are just a few of the warning signs. These are the biggest ones. This can manifest in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you, if you see any of those things in yourself, maybe that is caused, you know, talk to somebody not saying, I'm not saying you need to quit, but like, if you're not, training, yeah, if you're not training specifically for an event, level seven is not really somewhere that you necessarily need to go. Yeah. Like you, like we stress the importance of rest days all of the time. Mm -hmm. If you're not allowing yourself to take rest days and you feel like you have to work out seven days a week because like that's the only way you're going to get to where you're going. No, no sorry. That ain't the move. That's not, uh, that's not how this works. Yeah. You're not going to build the way that you think you are just because you're pushing yourself harder. Yeah. Working as hard as you possibly can all of the time does not always equate to faster or results that are going to stick with you for the long haul. Well, remember sustainability. Here's why too, because you can tax your body every day at the gym and that's fine. But if you're not feeding it properly or giving it proper time to rest and rebuild muscle, you're not going to get any fucking muscle. Well, I work out seven days a week, super hard and I don't see any results because you're working out seven days a yeah. week. Take a fucking break. Your body requires rest. Yes. Not recovery our days. Not our in opinion. order to build the things you're seeking. You have to. Anabolic. Period. It's the Science. anabolic part of muscle building. Science. So why are we sharing all of this with you? Again, like I mentioned, Coffee and Cream with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning recently had a conversation about this. Go check it out. Um, it's literally Commitment Continuum Part 1 and 2 of the show that they did. I believe it was on Wednesday. So the 3rd of May. Yes. Anyway, um, obviously that was, you know, more centered on Nebraska football, but it's it. I think it applies to damn everything in life. This it continuum does. exists when you're at work. This continuum exists in your relationships at home and outside of your home. Your hobbies. Your, yes. Yeah. Like there it, it applies. Like, again, not to sound like that douchebag on the Internet. that's like fitness and the fitness mantras apply to other parts of your life. But they do. They do. They do. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. Cliches abound. Like, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> We're not. Everything you do in your life exists on a continuum. And we know this. And if you don't know this, then you need to learn this because that's just how it be. Not only does this apply to the gym, but of course, it does apply to jobs, relationships, everything else. Um, It's super portable. So we brought this up as an opportunity for some inner reflection. Again, where are you on that line? One to seven. You're probably gonna have to think about that because you might feel like you're in the commitment phase. But if we called you out or you could had an, a reaction to mm -hmm. any of the other ones that probably means you're there rather than where you think you are Sorry. that's why we're here right <laughs> uh there's a great website out there with an article called seven steps to move someone up the commitment continuum it's on jansensportsleadership.com we linked it in the show notes um the first step on this to moving yourself to the next level i know this is going to shock you but it's awareness weird right Wow. Poke, poke, yeah. poke. Hey, this is Inner what we reflection. call the payoff. This is act three of the podcast where yes. we tell you why we fucking called you out for the last 29 minutes. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. Like, how aware are you of where you are on the continuum? Did anything that we talk about today have any impact on that? Like, did it give you any pause for, you know, thought? Like, oh, shit, these are things I could still work on differently. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest benefits of the commitment continuum is to help people become much more conscious of their current commitment level in comparison to what is expected from the coach or themselves. Because, again, as a coach or a trainer, I can only be an external influence Mm. and external influences can only go so far. You as the individual have to decide to buy in and make that commitment. Yeah. No one can do that for you. Surprise. Surprise. You're going to have to do some work. Yeah. Bitch work, if you want to refer to it as that. Um, Commitment on this journey is required. You know that. You have to have commitment to yourself above all else. How much are you willing to accept and change? And how much work are you willing to put in? Are you willing to give your whole fucking ass to get to where you want to go and achieve your goals or not? Uh, Offer it up. There you go. (laughs) Buy stuff. Um, Shop.herd.media.com. You can search for Meathead Test Kitchen. We're going to have some new shit put up there it is sick our new merch is fucking sick i haven't even shown if it's phil phil's the only other person that has seen it besides me and sasha and our fucking awesome graphic design team i am very stoked and i hope all of you are too like i will wear it all the time i'm I'm not even shitting i don't even care and then people will be like what is that i'm like go listen to the podcast and then bye sweet shit uh also go to meatheadathletics.com um training there's also templates in there that we created um we always have our show notes at meatheadtestkitchen.com. You can email us at hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Follow us on social if you are not already. Subscribe to our YouTube at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere except for Twitter, where we're at MTK staff. As the gaming YouTubers say, hit that, or what is it, smash that subscribe button. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, I'm not very good fucking nice YouTuber. to yourself and to other people around you. Yes. It's one thing that is free. Don't okay? be a dick. And if you are a dick, knock it off. We don't yeah. want to fucking deal with you. Meat has test. What? Meat has test kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Herd at Sports Network production.